This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. What's up everyone? Welcome to Bijistan, where streamers live. In this show, we talk about everything from Seinfeld to Mirzapur. I'm your host, Siddharth Jain, and joining me as always is Gaurav Jain and Mahasha. Without further ado, let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to an episode of uh, Bingistan. It's been quite a while. I think it's been a couple of weeks since we've done this. So really excited to talk about uh, all the things we're going to talk about today. And as usual, we have Sid in the house as well as Maharsh. And uh, let's get going. Hi guys. Wonderful. So what are we going to start with? What's the hottest show for this episode? I think the most popular show. Only Murders in the Building? Maharsh, have you seen? Yeah, I love and also Midnight oh, Mass. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's this incredible supernatural horror. What do we call it? Yeah, um, Netflix. It's, it's about this priest uh, who comes to a small town, and it's very interesting. The the super says that this small town only has a population of 124 people, um, and for the lack of you know, because one doesn't want to give away any spoiler alert or anything, hmm. um, it's perhaps the most. Uh, I I think that it. Possibly, uh, this is a show that's going to feature in my top three or top five uh, of this year so far, for sure. It's sab tere, sab tere top five mein aajate, sab shows. No, abhi tak to do hi hai na. Midnight Masi hai aur uh, White Lotus hai aur brand new the teen hai. Achha. And, okay. and the years coming to an end, so. Fair no, but I've been uh, seeing the buzz on social media on Midnight Masi. Yeah, Mas. yeah, yeah. A friend Pretty. of mine actually asked me. A friend of mine actually asked me if we already covered it in the podcast, and I was like. No, we haven't, but uh, you know, uh, but here we are. But have we both seen it? I haven't. I, I've I've just started watching it. I only started watching it because of, I I watched uh, Gerald's game, right? Which is like Mike Flanagan's. So that was kind of got, got me interested. Like check it out because I really enjoyed that film. And abhi abhi chalu kiya like I just like sampled it, man. So I don't have really much of a perspective yet. Uh, I it strongly seems... recommend it to both yeah. of you. I think will also. Uh, what is very interesting about the show is that it's also very very cinematic. Uh, it's not shot like a yeah. you know it's not shot in the format of a particular series or or, sure. or TV show. It's got that godless vibe. I mean, it's not a western. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Godless was pretty awesome. I thought. But you know, if you look at a zero zero zero, if you look at a godless, they've got this very classic thirty five mm vibe. Perfect. Film, um, film, film look right. Yeah, yeah, so I think uh, Midnight Mass is also very refreshing to watch because of the cinematic vibe that it has, and uh, there are nice. about seven episodes. They are very long episodes, by the way. Um, right. Each episode is almost eighty plus. So almost. Yeah, yeah it's it's over about, seventy minutes. I remember, like I haven't finished the first one yet. So. Yeah, so it's about eight nine hours of content that you actually can binge in one go. I'm not sure it's for people who don't like horror. Um, mm. The film, uh, the the show is a lot more than horror, but uh, it's it's a phenomenal show. It's it's. Very very strongly recommended. Like set on one watching. island, right? Yes. Set on one island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got a good cast as well. Like they've got some really like you know not like huge names, but like you know like proper sort of character actors and stuff like that, and reasonably well known people like Henry Thomas yeah, yeah. and, and, and Kate you know, and Gish, who I love watching. You know, she was in I think she was in uh, Sons of Anarchy as well for a bit. Correct. Uh, you know, so yeah, they got some really great uh, sort of. Good casting, man. It's it's a uh, it's got the makings of a great show. Mike, and let's see how it plays out. Flanagan, right? He created, for, right? Uh, yeah, Mike Flanagan. He also did uh, a movie that I really enjoyed, which was Gerald's Game. You know, uh, it was like a t- two or three years ago. It's like a Stephen King. And there's uh, an Indian character apparently in this. Yes. So I yes. Was yes. Right. Not going to yes. spoil it, but mm. um, look for Beverly Keen. That is all I'm going to say because there is 
some great great connotations that come out of there some mm-hmm. great references but you'll have to it comes in episode 5 or 6 you'll have to wait till you watch it that's all i'm going to say mm. super and the same guy mike uh, he directed haunting of hill house right same yes. guy yes 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 yes, yes. So, so his specialty is that sort of horror thriller space mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. where he sort of he plays around in that you know uh, area more or less i don't think he's done anything it's uh, away from that space nice you know, this there's this one thing that struck me and i think both of you will have an interesting point of view now when you look at a godless or when you look at a 000 and now something like midnight mass um you know in all these cinematic shows i've realized and there is a trend in all three of them that they don't have a fixed duration for any episode whatsoever yeah, yeah uh, i love that sometimes they are 50 minutes sometimes they are 75 yeah. minutes sometimes they are even 38 minutes so that to me is a sure. very interesting format but yeah so that's the whole thing about digital right because there is no slot Yeah. It doesn't matter. There's no pressure there anymore. So the right. story, uh, you know, figures where the break should be. Super. Let's move on to the next one. Since you're talking about horror, let's talk about the Indian horror comedy, Bhut Police. Marsh, what do you I have to say about it? Unfortunately, I haven't watched it yet, uh, but I'm definitely going to check it out. <clears throat> hmm. You have a lot of friends on that film. No, no I'm just very purely biased. Purely biased. I don't think we can discuss no, this. No, no, no. Biased. I just think it's an interesting genre. Uh, you know what Three has really done is. Now you know after three, there's this whole spurt of uh, horror comedies, and I think it's a genre that was missing in in mm, Indian cinema yeah, history. Yeah. Uh, so why not? I mean, the more the merrier. I hope it's an True. interesting film. I do intend to check it out this weekend. Gaurav, have you? I don't have the courage, man. I just don't like. Mm. I just like. I don't have. So it. you're not a brave man. No, I'm a very brave man, but I like. I just watch Cherry Flavor, man. I, I mean, uh, I'm Cherry definitely Flavor brave. Cherry Flavor is amazing. Cherry Flavor is like wow. No, no, you watch the. First I meant. Episode. I mean, like, I'm not scared of horror, but this is horrifying. That's the difference between the two mm. things, right? And to me, at least, it at least looks like that. So, not something I would watch. You know what I mean? Unless it was like drunk night and like with a bunch of people for fun. But उसके लिए तो मनोज कुमार की clerk है, so why would I watch this? Bhutpuri has Gunda also. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm a classic. I like classics like better. So, clerk to me is like a. Uh, think again, not to digress, but Gunda is. Gunda, right? Clerk is like he's got Manoj Kumar, Shashi Kapoor, all these stalwarts, and they create garbage like that, right? So that is much more gratifying to make fun of. I think Clerk is India's most loved, hated film. I think. I cannot tell you a secret. Yeah. Here's the thing. I remember watching this film in the cinemas. Oh really? Yeah. Like I don't remember anything. I just remember I was really young. My my dad or my mama or somebody took me, and uh, I just remember that I was going to see it. I don't remember anything. But obviously. Interesting. Uh, it made an impression clearly, but uh, uh, but yeah, sorry, not to digress. Let's get back. So even track. I can't really review the film because I couldn't complete the film. But you know, <laughs> you no, but I do complete because why? Why not? I no, so I couldn't complete because I think my expectations were different from a genre like this, and you know, I really like Seif, yeah. and I okay. thought the combination of Seif and Arjun Kapoor seemed interesting on paper. Uh, you know, I think they've all tried. the best i just felt that uh, while it's a great you know this film will work commercially with a certain you know audience profile but i just felt that you know it's a it doesn't take the genre ahead it still keeps us in that space where chalo horror comedy karenge but you know it's it's not well written uh, you know to my expectations right. it's not right. well directed i think it's like a project right Let's yeah, make a film exactly. like this. Let's get these actors. Let's get these songs. Let's get these. I think, like I thought, the production design was so much superior to yep. the film. 
it just like was like why is this production design being wasted on a movie like this that doesn't mean that it's a you know the film will not be successful commercially it might be maybe in the theaters would have tanked completely but on digital these things can work or uh, you know also on platforms like hotstar which have great uh, large number of tv audiences it works so i get why yeah I, I have a and like also like you don't know how much they've actually watched right i mean what is the threshold like i know if i'm watching it in a theater i'm going on and paying money so i've sold a ticket but ghar pe mai 5 minute ke liye bhi dekha hai so it's a freaking view right for most people i don't know the thresholds so abhi completion rate kya hai thodi pata i think that's the real metric you know it doesn't matter yeah but i'm just saying yeah but the yeah. thing here is this right i'm saying in india our audience is the best audience in the world we watch trash as long as i think it's it's <laughs> it's you know it's worth our time so i'm saying it could be anything so we have a great audience right we watch good stuff and bad stuff we yeah. will watch three idiots and we'll watch a bad film we'll watch loud comedies we'll watch everything and as Same long people, as yeah. yeah you know as long as you know we think most you know that it's worth their time right i think it's, so here's my question to you sid uh, do you think that three then sets the bar really high for the for this genre because that's a film i really enjoyed watching so this was not up to the mark in terms of three i think in every yeah. way also three had like rajkumar rao was a terrific actor yeah absolutely and so i think that worked and then you know there is a certain tonality of comedy that you need to yeah. stick to in a film in any film right whatever the tone that you pick you know i felt a bit of inconsistency also it just feels safe is too cool to be a villager but you know yeah. i can yeah. never buy buy him playing a character i think he's just so cool no like do you But you know, I never bought him in personally. I never bought him, and I know this is a very uh, unpopular opinion. But I just never got it. Uh, got into him as Langda Tiyagi in Omkara also. It was it's just too small. I thought it was, was pretty good as Langda Tiyagi. I think this is the only time in his life he's actually acted. The director. Yeah. Let's give credit to the director in Omkara. I yeah. thought he was great in that man. I totally bought him as Langda Tiyagi. Like totally did. Like so thing, suspension lagta hai. Langda Tiyagi. There is that British twang sometimes. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> like that film no which these guys did yeah that that viral film tashan uh, yeah tashan, oh yeah, tashan. yeah 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 garbage you know, yeah but you know the thing is i, I think with the, the thing with saif na saif is so cool on his own yeah, you need yeah. to cast him right and he needs a terrific director to milk his coolness otherwise his coolness is just like just goes waste and if you can't take saif's coolness you're wasting him Absolutely. Yeah. I don't need to cast Saif to make him act into something else that he's not. He's just too cool, man. I love him. You know, I think off screen he's one of the coolest guys. He's like, uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. I mean, this is cool people. Yeah. So anyway, that film was like I was a little disappointed. I wanted that film to do well uh, for me. I wanted, I wanted to like that film because you know I know Pawan and I think I love this genre because you know. you know i uh, i've always been trying to find stories in this space so i love this space and i you know though but you know, i think at least this gives it a little more uh, that bigger actors can do films like this right so let's right. hope it will it'll help uh, more such films to get made i don't know but was a disappointing affair for me for sure but it works for hot stuff i mean that i get so Yeah, it's, it's it's an acquisition. I think it'll do really well on television, so I think it's it's but, fine. But here's so here's a follow up question. Like, do you think it is? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it like one of those films that gets stuck in that transition from like saying okay, like say a three is like a very well thought out, very well put together project, which is fairly modern, I would say, right? You know, which would work 
he well you know a couple of years later today as well but do you think that is missing here is it like you're saying it's a project you just put it together we'll check these boxes and we'll move on and that's why you get something which is like subpar is that the case this for me seemed like no single vision too many cooks spoil the broth right right that's yeah. what you know i felt from this because i think everybody was trying to do something everybody had a point of view there was no one person who could uh, say no to everybody so you know it's like let me take something from here something from him and just you know figure it out mm-hmm. and it's got six writer credits man Wow, yeah, which is great, fantastic. Five, six writer credit. So you know, this is the challenge, right? I think when there are too many people, the single vision kind of gets a bit diluted. So maybe that for me, I'm guessing that's the problem. Right. It's half a review. I could only manage that much of the film. Well, it's it's a quarter <laughs> of a film, so half a review. You know, let's talk right about there. the most exciting thing right now, and again, it's on a hot star, which is which is so cool. Is only murders in the building. Yeah, man, oh, I'm I'm loving this. I'm totally loving this. I'm going to watch the last episode. I still haven't watched it. I was saving it for tonight. But uh, yeah, I love this show. What do you guys think? Yeah, I know. So I love it. And then at the you know at the risk of sounding, uh, and I know that you know we don't. Uh, I mean, one doesn't talk too much and all, but somehow it's giving me a very weird um, Woody Allen '90s fix. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I don't know if I'm the only one who feels that way. Um, it's it's got that vibe. It's got that vibe. Yeah, maybe, maybe, that maybe, it's, maybe it's maybe it's New York and the building. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's uh, you know, like bullets over Broadway, and of course, bullets yeah, over yeah, Broadway. Yeah, precisely. Precisely. But it seems very, very reminiscent of that, and it's just—I don't know—it's just—it's just a bla- It's just great fun. It's a joy anything. to watch, man. It's so much fun to watch, and, and it's so surprising, like right? Such a refreshing. Totally. Kind of a yeah. show that just comes. It's like a it's like a parody, blue. right? It's essentially parodying the genre in some ways, the way they kind of go about some of those things. But it's also joy to watch New York in that way. Like it's it's not like okay, it's happening in just an apartment. Like they do get out, they go out, and it's like a big budget show. Yeah. It doesn't look like that, you know, in the sense of of how you would expect it. But I mean, fucking filming in New York outdoors like that—that's expensive. And it's like created by Steve Martin, so I think that's pretty yeah. cool too. And he's fantastic. He doesn't yeah. do as much work as you would expect. The only thing I'm missing is if they had, they've got Steve Martin, they've got Martin Short. If they could have only gotten Chevy Chase in there somehow, <laughs> yeah. uh, it would have been like the three amigos. It would have been so amazing. I think they're using, and Selena Gomez, I didn't know she could act. Like like my experience of Selena yeah, Gomez is cool. like minimal. Like I had no idea. I know she was like, she's a singer and stuff, but I haven't really listened to much. But uh, she's she's pretty great in this man. She does a really good job against uh, the did two you, them. Did you guys notice the music in the show? Yeah. Any idea who's the who's done the music for this? No idea, dude. Who is it? Siddharth Khosla, the gold spot guy. The gold oh, really? spot band. Yeah. What? Yeah. The New York based really? band Gold Spot. Yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. It's his music. That's pretty amazing. Is he? He's been doing a lot of music, right? Like I know he's done other shows also. This is us. He did. This is us. That's the yeah. Most, I know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Popular, yeah. Nice. So yeah. I, I know. I know about the band. Like I've I've heard some other songs on and off right before, but uh, I know he was doing this. I got kind of lucky that I didn't even know it was airing on Hotstar. Like sorry, not streaming on Hotstar because. I know about the show. I knew it was Hulu and all of that. But I was like, "Kaha hai?" And then a friend of mine mentioned to me that it's actually on Hotstar. Check it out. So then I just binged it. And then it was so annoying. I thought, "Kya sab episodes hoenge?" And then it stopped at like, I think it was six. I was super annoyed. But that's interesting. Uh, Even like Hulu has episodes every week. It's not a TV yeah. network. It's pretty interesting. 
cool. I mean, they've they've always been the weird weird sort of cousin <laughs> of like the streaming yeah. business, right? So, but amazing amazing job with this man. Like, I, I also to put up that kind of money uh, is 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 super interesting. Uh, I mean, I really hope they got some conversions and stuff out of this. I'm sure they'll get some syndication out of it also globally. You know, I think I'm spending uh, you know as much time now on Hotstar as I used to spend on Netflix, and or probably more on Hotstar. I think I think HBO, Disney, and Showtime. Yeah. I mean, it's got everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, no, that's I actually, why it's such a value proposition, right? I think over the last six months, I have actually spent more time on Hotstar than any other platform. Yeah, um, it's really. And I can't wait for October third for Succession because that trailer is. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So you can't do without seventeenth. Now seventeenth is. It's third. Oh, I thought it's third October, right? No, seventeenth. Seventeenth, seventeenth. See, that's how much I'm dying to watch that. Uh, <laughs> but I'm curious what happens when HBO Max launches in India and all the HBO content moves there. Apparently, I believe December. I believe December, right? Mm. Is, it, is it December? That's what I, I believe. I'm not sure again. No idea. No idea. That'll be I think that'll be super interesting, man. Uh, that'll be interesting. Obviously, HBO ka long tail to hoga. You know what I mean? But I think they have an annual or a three year deal. So, but also like uh, HBO content was very niche in India. I don't think like yeah, yeah yeah I don't think it'll matter yeah, to the it, masses. It doesn't large. matter. Yeah yeah. Anyway, let's get on to the next one. What else? Have any of you sampled John of God, the documentary? Uh, I haven't. No. It's a it's a God man who obviously gets into oh. this whole uh, from Brazil, and okay. he's kind of a he uh, is a psychic. He commits. Yeah, man, and he even uh, performs surgeries. And this what? documentary, it has fucking great footage. It's huh. crazy. You guys must check it out. He calls he himself. He performs surgery. That is like a does, new one. Yeah, man. so he's a obviously he's a and there are hundreds of women who've complained against him. So Jesus. usually they are like perverts, right? Yeah, yeah. perverts. Absolutely. Are, or, or or like money yeah. scammers or whatever. But surgeon is like a new one. He was you know sentenced to like forty years. Finally. And so 50, 60 years in jail in prison. But that documentary has some amazing footage. And you must check it out. It's quite a... I mean, I'm sure it's, you know, these kind of godmen are the same across in these countries. Yeah, yeah. F- fundamentally, yeah. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. So it's just that, you know, what always amazes me is that how in India we don't have, you know, archival footage to, to look at this stuff and how these guys manage to always have so much of video footage. Like even, you know... Whether it was Rajneesh, you know, Osho or John of God. I mean, they just have all this video footage and we have nothing here. How do we tell such stuff? But you must yeah. check it out. It's, it's And my thing is, why why, are, why do they have this footage, right? Like, ideally, you, why would you document your fucking crimes? Like, you know what you're doing is wrong. Why would you create no, video so footage of it? The crime obviously is not documented. It's all around, but there's so much of footage from those times. And then obviously, ah, the people way. who so talk about the crime are the lawyers yeah, and the victims. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Okay. But still, I mean, they've got so much of, I mean, clear tapes, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's so many of these stories you can tell in India. They're epic ones. Yeah. It'll never happen, but, uh, you know, the closest we'll get is, uh, what was that show on MX? You Ashram. know, with, Bo- with Bobby Deol. Ashram. Ashram. But that was that's still, as close, yeah. that's as close as we'll get, you know. True. Yeah. Okay. What next? So I've I've watched this uh, show called Four Blocks. I don't know if you guys have watched it. Four oh, uh, Blocks. No. no. Yeah, it's a very interesting. So it's 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 about the Lebanese mafia on the streets of uh, small town Germany, right? And what platform oh, nice. is this? Uh, it's on Netflix. Okay. Is it a docu or is it like a fiction? No, no, thing? it's a fiction uh, miniseries. 
and nice. it's, it's a classic you know the lebanese refugees or whatever i mean you know refugees from the arab world who yeah, yeah, yeah. get taken into germany so it's about this patriarch who's who's done with with the life of crime basically and at that precise moment his brother in law gets uh, abducted and caught and he, wow. gets, he gets taken to the cops and how he spirals into this insane that downward path taking down with him everybody and it's a classic gangster show it's it very sounds fantastic man how is it not surface to my goddamn carousel man it's not because it's not you know the thing god of is it's not so i'm saying it's not a 000 if you know what i'm saying it's not no really, i get it but it's like the genre i i, w- I would be happy in right so but it's fixed up personalization is garbage it's slightly flaky if you know what i'm saying like it's not it's not sons of anarchy it's not 000 it's mm-hmm. um you know it's a little rough uh, around the edges it's not perhaps very well shot i think or maybe it's just because it's so grungy that it feels like that um yeah. but i was just very enamored about lebanese mafia in germany so i was just very very curious and i landed up finishing right. the whole season actually it's not bad it's not a great show but it's not a bad show either there's another series now that you're talking that i saw just today which is called vendetta shoot lies in the mafia it's like it's like a series on the sicilian mafia right, and like right. these guys who brought them down but like they're also fairly corrupt themselves so it's like a sort of a expose of like both sides of the the table basically mm. it looks really interesting it's like a, it's about six or eight episodes uh, on netflix uh, it's one of the things i definitely want to check out uh, next but coming talking about netflix have either of you seen clickbait or not yet i mean that, i think that's the show that everybody in this world is talking about right now no man um, i just it? started it i yeah. haven't i just have i just yeah, i just have to get back to it so i think have you I, finished I, it I, I finished it and that's why I think we must speak about it in our next episode because we finally found something that might get very close to behind our eyes. In oh the really? The end now you mean? Okay. In the Pakistan Hall of Fame. I mean it's not see nothing can be behind our eyes of course. Uh, but this one is <laughs> also a bit bizarre I thought but it's it's very bingeable. It's extremely bingeable. It's very simple. Yeah, I mean it's uh, start the first episode. It's pretty like commercial is like what next what next and yeah, now yeah, yeah. it doesn't appeal like the only appeal i had was like okay i, I like zoe kazan and i like adrian grenier and obviously i loved antaraj back in the day so i would check it out for that but honestly like it, it doesn't seem like something i want to spend it's my time commercial on, for my taste but yeah but i think yeah. we'll check it out because if it's, it's like behind the eyes we need to talk about it it's like i mean this show is like uh, it's a it's a lo- cyber thriller version of lupin you know what i'm saying it's that <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you yeah. if you of since you were also talking, you know, there's another show. I don't know if it showed up on your timelines or your cousins rather. It's called Ganglands on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, it has popped up. It's right on the top, in fact, today. Ah, so I uh, saw about two episodes. I'm not sure what to make of it yet. Uh, huh. It seems interesting. But none of you have watched Kathalaivi, really? Kathalaivi, yeah. yeah. Dude, Bangles, Bangles, Bangles is not my cup of tea. Mahesh, you don't, you won't watch it. No, I definitely sample it. Uh, I, I think it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hindi versions on Netflix. Yeah, I know. I'm going to definitely check it out. I haven't watched it yet. Even this show seems pretty cool. Squid Game. I'm going to check it out. Oh soon. yes, I want to ah. talk about that. That looks super interesting. I definitely want to give it a go, man. I want yeah, to talk about that. Check it out and then. Yeah, yeah we well, should come back. We should come yeah, back yeah. on that. Like you guys as well. Squid Game is also all over Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. Mm. Yeah, which is which is why I want to wait a bit and then watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we speak about uh, uh, the documentary Turning Point last time? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and did you all then watch the other documentary, the shorter one on Apple, Inside the President's War Room? 
I started watching that. I didn't finish watching it. I started watching that one. I was, uh, yeah, I didn't finish watching it. Okay. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not it, bad yeah. at all. It's a really good companion piece to that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah so first I watched Turning Point and then I watched that one. Yeah. I thought that I was, pretty... I was, I was, I, there's another show on, uh, on Apple, which is Dimension. Is it Dimensions? We okay. were just discussing it like a couple of days ago. And it's, like an Apple, it's, an, it's an Apple original, basically. It's like so I went back to watching uh, Ted Lasso after all the Emmy wins. Oh, really? Lovely. Yeah, so I'm like almost done with season one now. But I get, get I think why the, people love next, it. I think on the next episode, we also must discuss season two because it's a it's an incredible follow-up. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, yeah. Foundation, Foundation. The show's called Foundation. Sorry, my bad. Ah, yeah, Foundation. It's the, Foundation. It's the Asimov, the Isaac Asimov. Yeah, book. the Isaac Asimov book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah of course. Uh, it looks really interesting. And my friend worked on some of the VFX, uh, and then he mentioned it uh, yesterday. Or today. It's getting a lot of hate from the Is people it? who read the book. As in, people who are fans of the book. I so think. It's, it's, isn't that usual? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's true, actually. That's true. I will not watch Foundation. I'm a huge Asimov fan. But listen, but speaking of books, heard of this show uh, called Little Birds? Little Birds. Birds, no. Nope. It's on Lionsgate Play. It's pretty, very oh. interesting and intense and bizarre kind of a show. You guys must okay. at least read about it a bit. Oh. I just started it. It's a pretty... Oh, nice. It's a it's a adaptation of Nin's uh, erotic store, short stories. I think this is yeah, the right yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. That sounds that sounds interesting to me, dude. And Juno Temple, she's in it. Yeah, she's damn cool. So this Juno Temple and erotic. I'm watching it right now. Stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> and Juno Temple was in this show as well, right? What we watched recently. She was. I was watching in something, man. Oh, she's in uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was one. Uh, uh, you, you want to talk about Jaguar? Yeah, I just started watching it. Like I just sampled it. I really haven't gotten very deep into it, but it's it's a it's an interesting space. Uh, it's about basically like a bunch of uh, Holocaust survivors in Spain in like the sixties, I think, and they sort of get together and they hunt down some of these. So a lot of these guys actually immigrated to Spain, right? A lot of the some of the yeah. Nazis, like so some of them went to Argentina. Some use Spain as an mm. exit point and and there. So so these guys are kind of hunting these people people there. So it it, it looks kind of interesting. Uh, it, it looks better than that other piece of shit that uh, Al Pacino was in, which is Hunters on Amazon, which was just like one of the worst sort of exploitative uh, yeah. shows I've ever seen. One of the most disappointing and most underwhelming shows. Yeah, yeah. it's just complete exploitation. It's just horrible. Uh, yeah. Really, really bad show. And, uh, you know, just shocking that Al Pacino could go that far wrong. But, yeah. but this one looks really interesting. But again, it's like one of those... Spanish shows, right? It can go either way. You never know how it's going to pan out. They sometimes tend to lose the plot. But so far, I mean, uh, seems like an interesting watch. Interesting premise also. And they do a lot of these 60s, 70s, 70s cocaine coasts and all of that and this. So, you know, they play mm-hmm. with the genre and they produce them. They produce them quite well as well also. So, uh, definitely interesting to check out. Superstore? Oh, I love Superstore. Uh, have you seen it, Marsh? Superstore? No, it's, on, been, it's uh, been showing up on my carousel. Like, yeah, almost man. Every time I, love episode. I love it. I watched it. It's really funny. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't like... It's 
it's it's a little bit dry as well but uh i find it pretty pretty interesting i think it got i think it got concluded this year like this year was the last season mm. so the show's show's basically over but i think it's pretty funny you know uh it's a bunch of really good character actors in there i think america ferrara is there and she's she's obviously she's really she's really good uh in the show also uh it's it's a, it's, a inter- it's a interesting comedy it's worth checking out for sure but yeah, so, have you been watching this uh, since forever or is it something that you've discovered this year no 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 a no. couple of weeks couple of weeks not so not more than that so it's interesting right i mean for me I, I i feel very happy when a show like i mean if you look at what happened to shit's creek for example mm. now, yeah also is a show that's been on air from 2015 yeah it's taken 6 years for everybody to wake up to it saying wow this is such a cool it's show it's a great show absolutely man so i think content is also a 2015 show Six years, six yeah, seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's the that's the great thing about Netflix, right? Is that basically content discovery becomes such a huge thing. It's like what, like Breaking Bad, man. Like people think ah. Breaking Bad is a fucking Netflix show, but not even Netflix ka. You know what I mean? But most people only discovered it there. Yeah. So same with uh, the lease of life that you know, uh, what's it called? Apna Karate Kid wala show. Cobra Kai, yeah, yeah. Cobra Kai is like on Netflix is like a huge thing, but yes. obviously on you know YouTube it was. It's not a slouch on YouTube, but it's nowhere near the success that uh, it's going to see on Netflix, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you get into like shows like Shit's Creek, etc. Sweep the Emmys, yeah. Golden Globes, like the Cobra Kai was also nominated this season. Absolutely, this absolutely, yeah. and it's a show that nobody was watching for a while. Yeah. So. And I think Superstore is also a, a show that can potentially attract their attention and now. Totally, and they can you know extend it if it really becomes interesting. Netflix has the power to sort of go out and say, okay, let's go and extend this show. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. And and speaking of slightly older shows, the other show that I've been watching, uh, binging on kind of is is this called The Rookie? It's on uh, Amazon Prime, uh, and it's like Nathan Fillion uh, who's in it, right? From like Castle and like uh, yeah. stuff like that, and uh, it's really interesting. He's like, uh, of like he, you know, he he's like he gets a divorce. This guy's a, he's forty years old. He gets a divorce. He gets caught up in a bank robbery where he saves people, and then he's like, okay, I'm going to become a policeman. So he moved from the east coast to the west, and he becomes like the oldest rookie that LA's basically ever had. And he's working with these twenty-year-old kids who are like his other classmates or whatever you want to call batchmates or whatever. And then they go through all this stuff. Uh, pretty interesting. There's a lot of inside cop stuff, you know, like how they are trained and how they look at situations, stuff like that, which is really, really interesting. Like you don't really get a lot of that in other other shows or films for that matter. Like you know, Training Day is nothing like that. Yeah. You know, it's so, so, so some insight into this stuff is really cool. There's obviously the whole mm-hmm. filmy side of it, where like every single fucking situation that you would not believe happens to these three guys, you know. <laughs> and they and, and apparently people say that most cops don't even end up using their guns ever, even in America. And these guys are using their guns every episode, <laughs> you know. So so there's a filmy side to it, but it's 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 a it's a pretty enjoyable watch. Like I'm enjoying watching it. It's three seasons. Uh, it's two years old, so the third season just dropped this year. Uh, mm. Decent production values, very well made. They've obviously spent a fair bit of money. uh decent cast now uh, it's a good fun watch i think it's 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 enjoyable so it's largely a comedy i mean essentially it's a comedy it's a it's a bit of a i would say it's a it's a dramedy you know there are some fairly dramatic moments and some personal you know shingles you trying to figure out your life ye wo so drug use undercover stuff so there are these sort of thrilling moments also but it has this undercurrent of comedy and with 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 uh, with nathan fillion in there it's obviously going to be uh more comedy than it is uh you know anything else because that's what his nature is basically essentially you know scenes from a marriage anybody's check that out i'm dying to watch it because i'm a huge huge fan of the film um but i'm just i think you i think, oh no 
Yeah, whose piano is that? Sorry. I don't have a piano. Well, neither do I. Fuck, and I'm just watching Midnight Mass. Don't fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that would have been funny. You'd have been like, "Which piano?" Like we didn't hear anything. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Scene, scenes from a marriage. Sorry, go on. Ha, so I'm just, I'm just very curious. I'm going to wait uh, till the entire season drops I, because I don't think it has, right? Uh, Sid, am no, I right? Not yet. Not yet. I think only the first episode. I think so far. I think, and I think that's also a show where that's a show where I think your headspace has to be slightly different. Mm. Uh, I think it's going to be a slightly demanding watch. Uh, yeah, I think. We'll but wait. is this is this the is this is this the is this the Bergman? Is it like based on that or what is this? Yeah, direct, like no, the... it's a direct adaptation of the Bergman film. Oh wow! Okay, that's a tall order, man. I know that's an incredibly. Uh, like most people of... don't don't most people don't touch Bergman. Like they just stay the fuck yeah, away. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no, re-exam. Wow. It's a re, and and also, I mean, you've got Oscar Isaac, you've got Jessica Chastain. Uh, man, that's an incredible hmm. Corey Stoll. Look at that cast, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Corey Stoll, man. I'm watching him now on. Uh, I think it's a Billions. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Are you guys watching Billions? Like, what do you all think? I have to start the new season. I haven't. I haven't seen the new season. But I will come to it soon. Maybe next yeah, week. Yeah. Sure, I have. I've been watching it. it it's, yeah, it's that's fun. you know, it's a weird. I have a weird connection with that show. Really? Um, that's the show that made me fall in love with Metallica so much again that it's then it <laughs> became the number one because you know every time really? uh, Damien Lewis's character is walking in those yeah, yeah he's wearing those t-shirts, right? <laughs> yeah, and what about Cruella? You guys sampled that? No, I haven't seen You, I would rather sit through an unanesthetized dental surgery than watch Kuala. <laughs> <Kuala. laughs> why, why, why? I know my kind of. I don't know. It's based. It's it's based on some Toy Story or Hundred and One Dalmatians or something, na? Yeah, yeah. It's basically the, the yeah. how that lady becomes Cruella, basically. Yeah, I think my three-year-old will watch it for sure, and that's that. You know, I watched it. This this small Pixar really short. You know, it's about a dog. Yeah, yeah. Dog days. It's damn cool. If you if you like dogs, you must check it out. Dog Days. It's it's an animated Dug short. Days. I think like nice. 10, 15 minutes each, and wow. it's just it's super. It's like completely. Dog Days is it? D U G. Yeah. D D U G. Dog Days. It's pretty cool. Speaking of speaking of Disney and Pixar, did we watch? Did we discuss Black Widow? No. No. What we didn't really. I haven't watched it, but you know, let's let's talk about it. Oh my god! I haven't watched it actually. Oh, it's, it's, it is, to me, it's terrible. Is it? Uh, I was just going to ask you if it's as bad as the reviews and all. No, it's not a question of being bad, right? Like to me, it's got all these ingredients to make like a great sort of film. But I think they don't know if they want to be like tongue in cheek, funny, wink, wink, or be like really serious about like these characters, right? Because their backstory is essentially painful, you know, and, and do they want to go the Americans route with it or they want to go like, wink wink funny funny route with it where we can make a few jokes and make it like Thor fucking you know Ragnarok or whatever that the Thor and Hulk one which was like a fucking comedy right <laughs> so they don't know which direction they kind of want to go in and, and it falls flat on its face man like it it doesn't work right like if you look at the Killing Eve which is mm-hmm. similar space like you've got espionage hitman thriller whatever but she's very nudge nudge funny as well and she's menacing at the same time you know what I mean? Like that show, the, the characterization is down pat. The characters around them are so like realistic in the way they approach it. It's really well made. Like this is the opposite of that. They're just like, okay, we've got this really grim situation. But I think three months into production, they were like, shit, we can't have such a dark film. Let's go cut out all the dark stuff out and only hint at it. 
and let's add some comedy to it. Mm-hmm. And it it completely falls flat on its face, right? It's like Red, like I think it was Red Sparrow was the Jennifer Lawrence one. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. watched that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Red so, Sparrow. Uh, so, you know, so, the yeah, I thought that was I thought that was really good. It's it sucks that it tanked and all, but I thought it was a really good movie. And you know, that was in that space where it was sort of okay. It's taking up all that those dark elements of the, of the sort of system and stuff like that, and and going forth with it. And 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 or you look at Salt, right? Salt, the yeah. one with Angelina Jolie, which is more of the the Hollywood version where it's okay. It's got the dark elements, but it's more of an action film. This is neither here nor there, man. It's a complete fucking disappointment. The sibling rivalry aspect of it doesn't work. The, the parents sort of abandon these guys and, and they are all of a sudden their relationship is magically healed really quickly. I mean, there's so much to work with over there and, and they do so little with it, you know, and a, a fucking massive disappointment. But, but mm. you know, I know Gaurav's sort of spoken about this before and said, I'll ask you as well. I mean, you know, when with the Avengers Endgame, for me personally, uh, as somebody who was very invested in the franchise and all of that, I kind of found absolute closure with Endgame and somehow I find my interest waning uh, in terms of you know in terms of that whole genre itself Um, so it's not even something that I've actually logged on to watch Uh, I don't know if you if Gaurav you want to elaborate and I don't know if Sid feels the same I I completely completely agree go Sid go same man I mean I don't feel compelled to watch any of the new stuff Yeah, I haven't watched Black Widow yet yeah you don't feel invested you don't feel as invested in them especially when it comes to these big budget films right because look when it comes to some of the tv shows i don't mind sampling them and obviously they they've done such a stunning job with you know the the, the what is it what was it apna the loki and and the other one with the yeah. scarlet witch right? so i think here what i think uh, is the problem i think for people like us for audiences like us who are so deep into this content game I think we can we can feel the gimmickiness of these films. Yeah. And because we yeah. feel the gimmickiness, we are not attracted towards watching them as much as probably Yeah. Uh, and you can tell when they're pulling back, like, oh, this is a decision that's very clearly made for yeah. specific. It's business a business. Reasons, right? It's a business yeah. film, right? So then you make yeah, a business yeah. film. So No, absolutely. And and th- and that to me is just I mean, that's just a shit show. Also, also with the MCU, I mean, we are talking 2009 all the way to 2019. So, it's a lot. In the sense, it's been 10 years, 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 it's been 10 or okay. or explore it interestingly, right? Like how they done the Joker or something like that, right? Like which is standalone, uh, one off. Maybe it'll have a sequel, maybe it won't. But you're you're doing like a one off, and then you can do those. But you know, Joker, but you can do them do them Joker's, well. You know, Joker's considered to be like the highest grossing RT film of all time. Basically, I'm, I mean, I'm very curious, and I and I don't think Marvel will ever do that. But I'd actually love to see a very dark uh, version of Thor or something. You know what I'm saying? Totally, man. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just freaking, yeah, like, and even the Thor now, right? He's fucking, like, he's lost an eye, he's fucking angry. So, I mean, where is that, right? You don't really see that coming across a lot. And uh, I think it's obviously going to be the box office special. I don't think, dude, who's going to take a, who's going to take a chance like that? Like, like, like Joker was in, insane. Joker also went and grossed a billion dollars at the worldwide. Yeah, yeah, which is insane considering what they spent on it, which was yeah. nothing. 
and also it, it's not prima facie it's not it doesn't seem like an audience accessible film if you know what i'm not saying not at all not at all not at all it's also i think r rated from what i remember yes, you is. know what i mean yeah. so uh, it's not a it's not a pg i mean todd phillips dude like it just blows my mind the guy who made hangover he made joker i i'll never get over that what a, you know what, what i mean what a transition and it's what like, what it's, ability so it's like you know when i remember when joker came out i told somebody this i said look this is like indra kumar directing devdi you know it's it, it's exactly that right i mean yeah mm-hmm. i basically essentially that's what it is let me that's much of a stretch you know what i mean in terms yeah. of yeah. the stretch you have to make totally what if somebody uh, from the industry is listening to this verse and tells indra kumar ki why don't you remake devdi fir kya hoga no but i also mean it as a compliment to him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like box office blockbusters and i think it's time for him yeah, to maybe yeah. experiment yeah True. What's the last time you made a blockbuster though? Total thamal, one hundred and fifty-six crores all India domestic net. Yeah. Really? Anything else to talk about on the viewing list? So I just want to mention, just throw this one out mm-hmm. there. There is this one docu that's coming out called Europe's Most Dangerous Man. It's the story of Otto Skorzeny, who was one of Hitler's uh, sort of uh, henchmen, if you want to use that word. He's one of the guys who flew in and rescued Mussolini. Uh, oh really? From the mountain in Italy, yeah. And I was really. It is on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's it's coming up, or it's already out. Mm. And it, this is one of the one of the films. I do. This is one of the sort of subjects that I I want to do like a deep dive podcast on just Otto Skorzeny's life. And mm. I was really really keen on it. Uh, but obviously, I have a real job, right? So, no, but I think if uh, we watch it, we could actually do a special like a Bengistan special on that particular docu or whatever. Yeah, sounds like that a plan. That would be really awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've done yeah. a lot of I have a lot of personal research I've done on him anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, and he's also one of the guys who actually used Spain as a base. So it ties into the other to Jaguar a little bit in that sense. So uh, he's really interesting character and a uh, bunch of twists and stuff like that. I don't know how much they'll cover, but uh, but yeah, we could definitely talk about it next time. Super. Also, Gaurav, did you finally watch Shumaka? I'm just out of curiosity. Oh yes, yes, I did. Yeah, I did, man. I I did. I loved it, and uh, I was never a big Shumaka fan before. You know, it was always the antagonist for me. Uh, but you know, I sort of mellowed when he came back, and it was harder for him. But just whatever's happened to him, man, it's just heartbreaking. And but the amazing thing about the documentary, right, that blew my mind is that they talked about these aspects of him where he's feeling insecure. When he's at Ferrari, you know, like he joins in '96, and up until '99, he's, you know, lost two championships basically uh, through whatever reasons, and he's 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 sort of getting to a point where he's feeling like he's not secure enough, like in his role or his his position, and he might not be the right guy to make it happen for them, and all those things, and all the press, and it blew my mind that this is Michael Schumacher, right? Like he's like a fucking Teutonic knight, as far as I'm concerned. In those days when I was watching him. is unfallible unstoppable this guy and he keeps coming and 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 on the other side is like mentally he was like thinking that maybe i'm not good enough to do this and that blew my mind like i never thought he'd have those kind of moments over there so to me it's fairly staggering because of that is this uh, this is a netflix original right it's on netflix i don't know if it's a netflix original i no, think it's I an acquisition think, yeah i think, I think it's, it's an acquisition, acquisition. Yeah, it's not it's an original. Not Asif Kapadia, right? Am I getting getting it? Oh wrong? no, no, no! It's not Asif Kapadia at all. It's a bunch of Europeans, I think. Uh, it's not Asif Kapadia. That was Sena, right? Basically, and then uh, the other one, uh, the the music one, the Amy. I, I he's not involved in this uh, unless he produced it or something. But I don't think he's produced it either. I'm completely okay. dyslexic when it comes to F1, and 
This last weekend, yeah, I know, no, it's great, man. Everybody in office was only talking about F1. Something happened, I assume. Yeah, dude, don't even get me started. I'm gonna like just like lose my shit right now. <laughs> Basically, it was like an insane. No, no, no. It was a it was an insane race, yeah. and three laps to go. If you're watching on Hotstar. The feed dropped off in the US in, uh, from Europe, and basically three laps. I was just shouting. There's a my wife took a video of me, which is on Instagram. Apparently, me just freaking out and just like going shit, ape shit. Basically, it's 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 somewhere on Instagram. I think that should be a trailer, tra- a teaser promo <laughs> for the next episode. <laughs> it's, it's traveled a little bit as well. R- random people have seen it now. I think I'm told. So uh, funny. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's a great documentary, man. And the last ten minutes really hit you in the guts because. Like Mick Schumacher, his son is talking about him and and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's it's hard to watch because I like Mick. I wa- I'm watching him now, and and Michael should have been here watching himself as well. And uh, you know, they talk about his condition a little bit. I don't want to get into it for anybody who's going to watch, uh, but it, it, it's good. There's there's obviously aspects they don't cover which they really should have because it, the story. And again, it's not an F1 podcast, but his story is really great because he comes from nothing and he used to be a sports car racer and. Even in that sports car team, there was three drivers, and he was supposed to be the weakest one, wow. you know. And today, the other two, Carl Wendlinger, had like a small career. Frenson had like six wins. This guy had ninety three. So he was by far the, the the greatest talent of them all, you know. And 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 uh, it, it's just a staggering debut. I mean, it puts him in a new light for somebody like me, who's pretty much watched him for most of my teens and and into adulthood and stuff like that. So. But I, I did read a review which was very interesting. It said that, and it'll be cute, very interesting to know your thoughts. They said that this is a mini series that they've tried and crunched into just a short. Oh, for sure, totally, totally. There are so many things that are not covered, right? I think it's a total loss. Like I said, if they covered his sort of GT sports car years when it was really difficult, him moving into F1 and like a complete luck. It's like that a luck by chance scene. He got an opportunity, he took it, he killed. And then he got like a job with a big team. After there was a huge fight over him. None of the stuff really gets covered, you know. And then his comeback with uh, with uh, uh, with Mercedes. How hard that was, and why that was. And then today that team has won the most number of championships ever, and he was part of that before. So there's, there's so many so many aspects of that that are sort of lost out. So I think it's a complete. Uh, it should have been at least a mini series or at least a two parter. So I think they I think they mucked up by doing like a single film. Uh, they should have definitely extended this, but uh, I say even then, it's a it's a worthy watch. Cool. So I think on this note, let's let's wrap for tonight for this episode. Yes. Sounds good, man. We'll we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. So that's the episode for today. Hope you guys had as much fun as we did. Do give us your feedback on Instagram at eplogmedia, and subscribe to our shows on your favorite podcast app. If you are on Apple. Do rate and review Binjistan. It'll help us. Until next time, keep binging.